Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <clears throat> okay, here we go. They say great things come in threes. Great stuff. These are great days we're living, bro. That's just that Unfortunately, not in this case. What is this? But maybe someday it will be. Can you believe that? Okay, world, hold on to your collective. It's time for the Bam Slam Podcast. With Ben Fletcher, Allison Ratzlaff, and Mike Costa. What's going on, Bam Slam fam? Another episode of the Bam Slam podcast. Costa's here, Allie Rat's here, Ben Fletcher is here. What is going on? This is our first pod of the official NFL offseason. You poor little guy. Look at him. Oh, it's horrible. Well, it wouldn't be all that bad if uh, certain people in a sport that rhymes with baseball pulls their heads out of their rears. Jeez Louise. It's still, it's <laughs> Both sides. Not the same. It's you not. You're right. Yeah. You get depressed every year when football season ends. The first, uh, even the week between the last playoff game. Allie's mic wasn't on. Sorry. Okay. Could anyone right. hear me? What I just now said? we can. <laughs> no, well, it's, you said say. it's not the same. And I, it's you get depressed every year when the NFL season ends. It doesn't ends. matter what sport is next or happening. I, I do get excited for March Madness, for oh, yeah. sure. Yes. But it's just football. Even the weekend between the final playoff game and the Super Bowl, or that off the Pro Bowl weekend or whatever, even yes. that weekend's depressing. So. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> uh, what I used to say to Ben after week one, God damn oh it, it's God. almost over. Damn, it's almost over because it goes so fast. It does go fast. It did feel longer this year with that extra game. I do th- like, and getting the Super Bowl when we got the Super Bowl yeah, so felt late. late. Yeah. It How's did. uh is it are we getting drafted? Are we are we gonna have a draft party in Vegas? Oh, what's the update on Ben Rat's laugh? <laughs> I don't, he's not gonna get drafted, but well, but, I don't well, know. I mean, it depends on how he does his pro day, which is I do have that date now, which is March thirty first. Oh, okay, cool. In Kentucky, so will they stream it? Will they stream it on the? I don't know. I have not asked that question. They should. The the whole the whole process is very nerve wracking, but his forty time is looking really really sharp. Nice. His forty form is really sharp right now. He finally fixed his or the speed people he's working with fixed his start, which is where he was struggling, and he feels super happy about that. He's working his ass off. Traveling to Orange County in LA. Don't he's work it off too much. That's Saturday. a nice rump. Yeah, he's a cutie. But anyway, so he's. <laughs> he, I mean, I don't know about that, but whatever. He's working really hard, and we shall see. But he'll he'll get in as an undrafted free agent, at least into a camp. So here, here's what I want to do right now, and this is out of the generosity of my heart. Okay, I'm gonna let Costa pay for an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas for oh, Ben Ratzliff once he oh, gets drafted okay, okay. or if picked he, up. If he gets picked up? Okay. No worries. All right, no because worries. I did talk to him about draft weekend going to Vegas, and he is like, I, I, I don't – he's a – very chill, relaxed person. Right. He was not in that moment. He was like, I can't do that. I don't know. I'm just going to need to be at home with my phone. He's very nervous about that weekend. Okay. So. Like I said, it's uh, my pocketbook through Costa's wallet. is No worries. And uh, we'll make this happen. Oh, glad to, glad to be able to do it. For Wouldn't him. that be fun? <laughs> it would Go be celebrate super fun. Before yeah, he has to that would take be awesome. off for rookie camp. Before we talk about the game itself, how was uh, how was Radio Row at the Super Bowl? It was a success. I would say this year, out of L.A., I was very worried that L.A. was going to be a train wreck. Yeah, just getting in, getting out, all those things. I hate to give that town credit. It smells terrible. They did a good job hosting. 
Well, they, they, you know, they, they picked up all the homeless and, you know, drove them out to the desert and said, stay here for, there was still plenty there. Oh yeah. I mean, it was, that's part of it. Uh, for the most part, they did a nice job. I was staying at the hotel that true lies was shot at, you know, the horse and the elevator. Right. So I was just down the street from the convention center. Century city. No, it's a Bonaventure. Oh, the Bonaventure. Okay, yeah. so easy to get to to the convention center. Can I you scooter. Just walk? Oh, nice. So right. it was it was really easy and painless. Um, mm-hmm. It was good. It they did a good job with Radio Row. I got to fist bump Debo Samuel. I got to fist bump Josh Allen. I got to fist bump Jerry Rice. Nice. Those were my big three. Oh, Josh Allen, cool. Yeah, love and it. The coolest person I met there was Darius Rucker. Ooh, I love him. Did he, he? He had an eye to eye contact. Hootie? I was asking to get him on the show. He said no, but he did talk to me, and he was very nice. Who was your biggest guest of the week? Trey Wingo was really cool. I, we get to talk to him. He was the best guest. He wasn't the biggest. LeGarrette Blunt was probably the biggest name. Really? Oh, Diplo was the biggest name, the EDM guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're throwing so, Okay, out. so did you get the impression nobody worth their salt is going to Radio Row anymore? Nobody worth their salt is going to radio stations at Radio Row. Yeah. People worth their salt are going to TikTokers on Radio Row. They're going to... YouTubers on Radio Row who have no enough followers. I'll shit. tell you, there was probably nine radio stations, radio radio stations, without cameras, without all the other setup there, and we were one of them. And most of it was TikTok famous girls who do stuff with the NFL, who are wearing skimpy dresses and interviewing these people. Oh I my just, God. it's no changed way. so just much. Fucking bubbleheads. It has changed so much. That's wow! I'm sh- God. It, the energy of all those radio stations was always so much fun, it's, right? But it's, I mean, I changed. get it. It's changed. I mean, that's just you know the times, I guess. And I, I think know. it being in L.A. probably had something to do with that. Sure, the, the show business type, but, right? I, I, that's what I was getting at. And Media's I do know changed, a lot there. of East Coast didn't even bother sending anyone. They're like, we don't have a team in here. It's all the way in L.A. Our morning shows won't even be on air at a reasonable hour. I'm yeah. telling you, there there is no reason for a radio row anymore. That's my impression. That's those are my own personal feelings. You're probably right. I'm glad we went. Yeah, I am, and I had a good time. Um, but you're probably right. I don't think it needs to happen. Like I think Arizona's had it a couple times. That's not going to be anything new. The first one in Vegas is going to be. Um, pretty sweet yeah i just think too with the amount of events that are happening surrounding the super bowl now with yeah. i mean everybody has a party everybody has i mean i heard lee steinberg's party this year had five thousand people invited colin cowherd had a party this year that's really the thing. everybody's having day parties night parties evening you know cocktail parties but the issue with los breakfast. angeles is it's so spread out that you got to pick one place and you got to be sure that that's the yeah, only you're place. not gonna party hop no it's oh. impossible that was the issue with L.A. It's that some people were, like, the NFL Network was headquartered at SoFi. Yeah, right across the street. NBC was headquartered at Venice, I think. there, And so it was just... Somebody else was at Disneyland. Right, yeah. ESPN was at Disneyland. Right. And so it was just, like, the guests you would want to get, like, we have really good relationships with the NFL Network. None of them were even there. No. So it's just, that was the part that was tricky. I don't know. But hey, you got LeGarrette Blanc. And he was good. He was great. He was, dude, you should have heard him rip into Orangeburger because Orangeburger brought up his AFC championship ring. And LeGarrette Blunt's been to three Super Bowls, Super Bowl. won all three of them. Did he and Rich play together at all? No, one year. Missed. Oh, okay. But okay. he was like, they make AFC championship rings <laughs> because he's never got one because he's won all three. Dude, it was hilarious. And so, like, that part of Radio Row is very cool when you can actually connect with someone yeah. who Absolutely. you would normally not be able to. 
Um, and then I, I grew up listening to Trey Wingo, and so that was really cool for me. Is he completely a, off of ESPN? Completely off of ESPN. I don't know if he'll do draft coverage, because he did last year. No TV or radio? No TV or radio. He's doing his podcast. He has a, some deal with Caesars Sportsbook that he does. Nice. Um, so he's... he's he told us this off Mike. He's doing better now than when he was with Oh, ESPN. absolutely. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You hear the horror stories about some of these guys in ESPN. Oh. I think Rich Eisen's a good example of that. How much happier he got when Dan he got Dan Patrick? Moved. Yeah, Dan Patrick's a great one. You know, they're... Uh, you... Because right. they like force you to do sports center, and nobody wants to do sports center. Well, they don't pay anything. <laughs> right. And they, they still try to say it's the best job on the on the earth, and it's... God, no, it's... they They're getting lapped. Oh, yeah. By everybody else. Yeah, yeah, you hear Colin talk about it all the time. He's like, when I worked for the four-letter... That's right. That's right. But, I mean, you have to think, too, that it's a, it's a starting board oh, for a lot of people sure. that would sure. have made it where they are now if they right, hadn't right. started there. But there are some who are still doing board. the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Well... Oh, my God. He was screaming this morning about the Knicks. Mad Dog. I, couldn't, I was like, why I is he screaming... I was like, why is he Did you see I him and take it. Chris Russo have a crossover now once a week on they, ESPN? And the MLB Network? No, on ESPN. On oh, ESPN. they do? On, yeah. On and it's, there is not enough. Yeah. There's not enough oxygen in the room. See, I, I, he screamed so loud this morning. I was like, what is happening? I'm sure this office yeah, cannot handle it. I don't. It. I don't. <laughs> well, that's all. I'm, I'm glad Radio Row was a success. Yeah, and I, I got drunk with Hartman and Rich one night. Yeah, sure, you're, you're drunk Jesus night and the hangover. Um, Hartman post slept the next in my day. hotel room. <laughs> oh, I've I've slept in rooms with Steve, <laughs> which was fine. We were only in there for like two hours because. Yeah. All right, so the thing about Rich Orenberger is the dude can drink. Yes, he can a lot, mm-hmm. and I tried to keep up with him. Oh, no. Well, I successfully kept up with him. It's just my night. Goes one way, his night goes another way. And so, like, we're done with dinner. I'm thinking, all right, time to head to the hotel room. Steve's going to drive home. Rich is going to take an Uber. Good to go. Rich orders whiskeys. And then Rich orders another round of whiskeys. And then Rich orders another round of whiskeys. And it just kept going and going and going. And so it was. we had a great time. Look, I learned way too much about Hartman. (laughs) Uh, I learned a lot about Rich in his college days. Uh, They learned a lot about me because I was just blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. How did you feel when you had to be up for a very early morning show? Fine. We played it up a lot on the morning show. Like, I felt fine. It was at the point where I was, like, still a little drunk when I woke up. And so, but then around, because I stayed for all three shows. And then I took the train back to San Diego. Were you dead by the time you were on the train? As soon as I got on the train, passed out. Yeah, I bet. Oh, so that was Thursday. That was Thursday night going into Friday. Yeah. Oh, and then geez. Friday night headed back to San Diego. It's three hours. Honestly, Amtrak, perfect. It's the way to go. Yeah. It's perfect. so great because I got on and I, I upgraded to business class because I knew I was going to want to go right to sleep and I didn't want to deal with anything. It's twenty bucks to upgrade. Oh yeah. And I just slept the entire way home. It was great. Awesome. What did uh, What do we think of the game? It was fine. It wasn't my favorite Super Bowl. I I didn't think. They looked like the two best teams. Me neither. I, that, that's what I mean. It was exciting because it was so close, but I didn't think they looked like the two best teams on the field. Yeah, I was disappointed that the Bengals didn't stomp on the throat a little harder. Like I feel like the play calling went to shit. I both the, ways. By the way, oh my <laughs> well, god, Joe Burrow has no O line and well, and no experience, and there's really no experience play calling, and it showed in the second half when you have a lead and, and you Stafford got gifted looked, a lead. And Stafford looked like he was crumbling under the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two picks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was okay. I mean, it was halftime was, was pretty sick. Halftime was great. That halftime show 
I think it was one of the very best. So I, I. Prince is still my favorite, probably. Michael right. was great. That one was so, it was just, you know what it was? It was just fun, and it was so representative of the West Coast, which I loved. And I appreciate that there wasn't a giant lion flying through the air. You know what I mean? It was simple. It was it, beautiful. That it set was, was beautiful. Yeah. The set was insane. It was so great. It had the right amount of nostalgia with Snoop Dogg and Dre doing the older and songs. 50 Cent coming in. That was I, weird. Okay. <laughs> Hanging up upside down but who it, told him that was a good idea but it was hilarious and the <laughs> memes about it afterwards were so funny dick but. butt kiss with the line of the century 50 cent looks like he got hit with inflation <laughs> <You> see that <laughs> Also, why is Dick Buckkiss a savage on Twitter? I don't Do you know. follow him? He's, good. He's better than you, Costa. I know. <laughs> you oh, troll. Um, it, it was great. I loved. I loved it. My buddy uh, Brian, who is director of the, the Mart, he does a God. Brian does so much for San Diego State. If you've ever seen him, he's got gray hair, close cropped. He wears black, like horn rimmed glasses, and he also does. Uh, directing for big big sporting events and stuff, and he posted a picture of himself at rehearsal sitting in Snoop Dogg's room from the set that we saw mm-hmm. on the white couch in the and it was I, when when I saw the sets, I was like, okay, this halftime show is now taking it to another level. Yeah, where. And they were just so plain, and they right, were so clean. It wasn't clean. An over the top. It set. wasn't over the top, it, but because but it was they perfect. weren't, they weren't over the top. They took it to the next level. And I really like Kendrick Lamar is probably the least known person on. Why that was stage. he there? I thought the dancers around him were awesome, fantastic. It was they so cool. You didn't like it? Well, I'm, I just him and Eminem. I'm like, Dude, he's California. He's I Compton. Love, he's, they are. They're he's Detroit. No, Kendrick is California. Yeah. No, but. Uh, Eminem's M&M? the only Get him one the who's fuck Detroit. Out of there. Where was where was Cube? Yeah, a lot of people ask that. Ice where Cube was, was at the NASCAR race at the Coliseum. I also <laughs> thought uh, Mary J. Blige was great. Um, oh, she was really great. She was so great, and I I liked that my kids were totally into it. Like yeah. I saw people saying like, oh, if you know, you only like this if you're you know over forty or whatever, and yeah. third or like thirties to fifty or whatever. But my kids know every one of those people, and that's Dude. the music they've grown up with. They, yes. they know it. They loved it. They were completely into it. Everybody was laughing and smiling and having a great time watching it, which made me very happy. I also think that Snoop. <laughs> He, I want to hang out with him. So do Don't I. You just, he looks like he's the most yep. fun guy. So bad. Cheerful, happy. He just, I just want to hang out with him even for like though, an hour. Even though it looked like one of the Versace's threw up on him <laughs> his in outfit. his outfit. His outfit was great. He, it, was, it was cool. It was, great. it was very Snoop. Yeah. Oh, it's, he's, How about everyone else was wearing like a very similar color scheme? Everyone was wearing black. And on the white set, it was like a nice contrast. And sure. Snoop walks out in this blue, like full jumpsuit. Oh, my God. He was, he was like crip walking. <laughs> the crip walk, sea walking, whatever it is they say, was so great. I don't, and to think about Snoop's life. Like, I don't know how much you guys know, but all the stuff with Tupac early on, he's yeah. told the story about him flying on a plane with Tupac and how he had a knife under the blanket on the plane because he Aww. thought someone was going to kill him. Aww. And it just, like, no, Snoop's Aww. life is just craziness. Was, okay, here we go. I want to see a documentary. Is Was Tupac considered East Coast or West Coast? No idea. 
I don't know. Okay, Biggie was East Coast. Yes, Snoop was West, but there was some infighting near the end there. I think Tupac was West. Tupac was too, West, and, but there was infighting at the end where Snoop was kind of standing up for some of the East Coast guys, and Tupac was very not cool with that. I, I uneducated on the subject. I would right. love to be more educated. Um, um, my boys are still convinced Tupac's alive somewhere. Mm. Isn't there some conspiracy? Yeah, on a that? with Elvis, right? Yeah, on a that, beach. I, thank you. That's what I always say. Though I'm like, he's not alive. Stop. I thought that the uh, the commercials were absolute dog shit. Will Ferrell's was okay. What? Which one was Will Ferrell's? Him and Paul Rudd. No, that was Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd. Oh, for the Lays. Yeah, we'll it went on like eight, way too long. Way too long. Honestly, I didn't. I don't, I kept forgetting to look at them because yeah, none of were, them caught my eye. I would no. like. Get Did it you up. guys fall for the Coinbase one? Okay, what happens when you scan the barcode? It took you to Coinbase, the, which it is take a you to Coinbase. Crypto, yeah. Okay. There was a lot of crypto commercials, yep. which I. I'll tell you what, though, the one that actually put a lump in my throat, and you guys are going to go ahead and jump on my head. I don't care. The little electronic dog. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, that was cute. It was cute. With those eyes and then Chase, because it reminded me of like Shirley. You are a nerd. A totally and it was a robot dog, dog yeah. but it's and, very cute. And about the, I don't know, 12th time I saw Matthew McConaughey in the balloon, I was like, okay, please pop and <laughs> fall to earth <laughs> See, and crash. I don't crash. remember that one. There's, there weren't, I just, none of them stood out. What happened to like, and maybe it was there and I just missed it, but like the Clydesdales. One, but, Budweiser. When the, the horse hurts himself, yeah, and then the Labrador Retriever starts to run with him to get his, oh, I wish his I'd legs seen it. back. Miss that one because I love those. But a lot of them were so forgettable. What I like was there like a Doritos one this year? I just feel like, I don't like, know. Where were but the chips? Doritos <laughs> and Bud Light used to have the best, like funniest. And they had all of them. Yeah, and they were like they, you could tell they put millions of dollars and probably months of work into these commercials. This year, I felt like they probably put millions of dollars into them, but not as much work. All right, can I? There's, I, I will say this though, the song from the Matthew McConaughey, what is it, Workforce or Team Force or Salesforce, um, is freaking awesome. Can't play it. I can't play. Oh, I no, can't. not on a podcast. Unfortunately, <sighs> FCC gonna get you. Shit. You can sing it. Okay, just for for the for those of you that want to go and listen to it, it's Ray Conniff. C O N N I F F, and it's just ba ba b a h b a h, and the song will come up. Sorry, wish we could play it. Ah, damn it, Ray Conniff, excellent Christmas album. The, yeah, that Ray Conniff. So you know, um, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was. Uh, the game was eh, okay. It was exciting. The, I thought it was bullshit that the refs decided to start throwing flags. I know. Last that was two crap. Yes, yeah, so it was that the whole first half was there like one flag. Yeah, yeah. and they were letting them play and, all and over the place. And it was the guy that ran on the field. Right. Oh my was god. It? Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard when the camera went to him later, and he's just sitting on the bench. Oh god. Like, oh, he probably so got trouble. his ass. That's chewed. what my kids were saying. They're like, "Can you imagine? Dude, the, the, how." Bad, they chewed it. Well, and just I was like, with, what is he a practice squad guy? Yeah. What was he doing? I don't know. <laughs> what an idiot. Um, so yeah, maybe the halftime show was the best part. I, I put this uh, poll out on Twitter today. Ram's house for the low hanging fruit portion of our podcast. Here hashtag, we go. Hashtag Ram's house. Yep. Is it saying, hey, anybody who comes in here, remember it's Ram's house, or is it, hey, Dean Spanos, this is Ram's house? It's the second. Right. 
It is. It's yes. a direct shot at yes. Dean Spanos. It is because when Cronky says it. Yeah, yeah. Cronky loves saying it. He loves the freaking commissioner it. said it to him as yeah. he's handing in the Lombardi the, trophy. Yeah, literally, the Hollywood sign said Rams. Yeah, house. they changed it. Okay. Which it looked I terrible, but the terrible. the message is there. Okay, yeah. right. Just, just decided to ask. And I the for the low hanging fruit portion. This is a terrible week for the Chargers. Terrible, terrible week for the Chargers. And week? How, they didn't put out <laughs> years. Why didn't they put out a, 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 fi- a, a congratulations? congratulations? Oh, I, they I put under- it out for the Dodgers. Okay, and they I put under- it out for the Lakers. I get that they wouldn't put out a congratulations. Well, it, they're I'm in the same saying, league. I, I get it. And the, you know what? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I understand, but it's their LA. They should be. Pro- You're right. God. Also. I did not like LeBron James saying that it should be a joint parade between the Rams, the Lakers, and the Dodgers. Those uh, other two teams won two years ago. The, LeBron, the, shut the, the fuck the Lakers. up. I, I, did you see the Rams parade? It wasn't very good. It doesn't no, matter. It the it La- the Lakers full. win was two years ago in a bubble. The Dodgers win was two years ago in a 60-game season. Why would they be in I want to be like, well, then you might as well have the Bucks and the or yeah. the... the um, yeah. I agree with your you sentiment. Know, However, I think LeBron was foreseeing that there was only going to be like 200,000 people there, and he probably wanted to help it look better. Uh, no, Ugh. I don't. No, I think that's, again, LeBron like, no. trying to be our moral compass. Yeah. And, and you know, hey, I know what's best for the world. Yeah. Jesus. No, we should have a joint one. What? Uh, what? If no, we're go why would LeBron, you take away from the Rams? Can I, I give care if no one LeBron up. props on something? The NBA is full of the worst superstars in the world who complain and bitch and moan and don't play and get paid $40 million a year to do nothing. At least LeBron plays, right? Well, oh, listen, I know I just told him to shut the F up. LeBron not only plays. He's awesome. He walks the walk as well. Yes, he, he would. Does. He puts I, his money where his mouth is. Did you watch is. last night's game at all, Lakers? No, I have not watched an NBA game yet this season. But LeBron's putting together like one of his best seasons ever, and I am not a LeBron fan. I can't yeah. stand him for the most part, actually. But when you're looking around and you see James Harden, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kevin Durant even, uh, Ben Simmons, like these guys who just collect their money and sit out and don't do anything, I'm like, you have the worst superstars ever. This is who's marketing your league. If I'm the NBA. There's two guys that market my league, and it's LeBron and Steph. Yeah. What are the what are the are the Lakers above 500? They're terrible. They're like in the playing spot right now in the playoffs. <laughs> Anthony Davis is out for two to three weeks. Nice. I read this whole thread about Steph the other day about he's almost a billionaire now. I would imagine he's he's really really close. really freaking smart, and he's in the right spot. Oh, too. It, they talked about like his five companies that he's invested in. How much he's making there? How much he makes in the league? How much he's making from endorsements? Like he's he's very he will be does, one probably next year. His yeah, wife she, does extremely well for she herself. Does, she does. She's awesome. She is a fire. And they do a lot of good. Do you know they have yeah. a truck, like a food truck that goes around and feeds people in Oakland in neighborhoods where people aren't getting meals. Right. It's pretty. They do a lot of good. Why isn't the NBA pushing that out in front of everybody? I That's what I don't. All we hear about the NBA is these um, bitches who don't play. So Eric Weddle, in the postgame press conference, took a shot at the... Flamethrower engaged. Yeah. <laughs> took a shot at the Chargers and really said, old Tom Telesco for... I love they call him old Tom. Old Tom, Tom Telesco for sending me on my way. I was not in San Diego when he got the boot. Can you explain the story to me? He... Okay, I, I, I will say this, and, I would, and I've said it to Eric's face when we've interviewed him. I said, the one mistake you made was you negotiated some of your contract in the media, and you got to know that A.J. Smith doesn't uh, do well with that, but you know you you did everything. But this wasn't team it ma- Tom? 
at the end wasn't it was Tom. Oh, it was Tom Telesco. That's right. Sorry, not AJ Smith. But you 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 don't do that, especially with the Chargers. But but he says that Tom wouldn't or the Chargers would not we negotiate. negotiate he right. wanted to negotiate, but they wouldn't negotiate, so he had no other way to do it but yeah. in the media. Um and Eric, I mean, there was a point where the special teams were so freaking bad for the Chargers that Weddle went to him and said, what do you want me on? Punt return? Kickoff? Punt? Let me know. And he played it. He played special teams for them above and beyond what he normally should. That's how bad it was. So whether you like Weddle or not, a lot of people call him a camera hog. They, I'm a they, big fan. They say he you know, he never saw a microphone. He didn't like it, et cetera, et cetera. He probably deserves so that. Yeah, it so does do a lot of pro athletes. Correct. And you know who deserves way, it more though. than anyone is freaking Sean McVay. I, I roll guy. But I'm a big Eric Weddle fan yeah. now. The dude Just, was playing pickup basketball and now has a Super Bowl ring. Wearing the green dot in the Super Bowl. The, and what they uh, yeah, freaking the, torn. The play collar and a torn peck and for half torn, the, torn half the pack. game. I'm a Weddle fan now. I mean, that guy's tough. Yeah. And to make him the play collar. Beautiful well, he's been family, there three weeks. too. I, I saw them come on the field yeah, afterwards. Yeah, the dude. kids look adorable. I just, everything. And how about Van Jefferson's wife going into labor? In the that was, and him asking oh, the kids, come on, he, mom's going to have a baby. Okay, the, that whole ready? video, you though. You PR person come over yeah. and be like, I'm your wife's in labor. And how, how well did he handle that? <laughs> he was very cool. He was like, all right, kids. This is so, And the daughter was like, dude, why do we have to leave so early? Did, <laughs> do we know if he just... He oh, he it. went straight there. Yeah, he made, he made it. The baby was born at like nine fifteen, and he got the whatever chest to chest, the yeah, skin to skin thing. Put, he got all of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It, it was I think special. He, they said the game ended at seven, and the baby was born at like nine seventeen or something. So he he made it like an hour, like by eight o'clock, he was there. You had the. I, listen, I think I think Odell Beckham Jr.'s got some mental issues. I really do, but you had that story of him talking the whole week about finally getting to the and game. he was crying so hard after At least game. he got a touchdown in, though. Yeah. So at least no, he yeah. was a big part of why they he won. he knows, I've got a hand in this win big mm-hmm. time. And then the knee injury. So you have that storyline and the crying. You've got Aaron Donald, mm-hmm. who, I, I mean... You, total beast. Total beast and the post-game interview and just breaking down. You had the uh, Jefferson wife going into labor... You have Kevin O'Connell, who's like, yeah, this is great. Um, I got to get out of here on Thursday and go be the head <laughs> coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And you have FCS wide receiver Cooper as Cup. the MVP. They yeah. No stars, no Zero. offers, Zero. no nothing how about guy. his he's high school interview beast. where the guy was like, how does it feel to be playing in your last game, your last football game ever? Oh, who said that? Have you seen that when yeah. he when Cooper Cup was in high school? Oh, his oh, senior, some, yeah, yeah. Someone said, "How does it feel to play in your last football game ever?" And he's like, "Well, I, I hope it's not my last game." God. And now he's a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's so much. Just, a, an FCS school. Did people realize that that Eastern Washington? Like, and he was a zero star. Oh, I hate. I hate this. I have very strong <laughs> opinions about the whole starring. Pro. It's such a subjective, weird thing. Anyway, but that's pretty cool. I. I kind of think Aaron Donald maybe should have been MVP, oh, yeah. but I still love the Cooper Cup story, and he's a really good guy, yeah. so good for him. And he had a cool little Kobe tribute at the parade Cooper Cup did. Yeah. It yep. was, you know, some some great storylines coming out of it. The game was, you know, it, it, it because it was close, uh, 
All right, but how annoying is Sean McVay? I'm sorry, I just, he's the most eye roll. I'm good. I'm good with the. Uh, we get it. We, we Dude, see. Okay, we we see the hair spiked up. Every Hollywood time, star. someone yeah, yeah, is in it. front of a camera. Even in Weddle's post game, he comes up. You're freaking great, man. Yeah, I know. I or know. how about Aaron Donald at the mic yesterday? He comes up behind him. Hey, are we gonna run it back? We're we gonna run it back, know, Aaron. It's like, dude, run it back. Yeah. Run it back. Mm-hmm. Let you, your he players. Com- he completely took go. that over. Let your players go. Douche. <laughs> Douche. Um. Yeah, that was. Costa, it, you're great, man. I, I know. It's. I hate. No, I hate that. I hate that now in the post game interviews where oh, I got to get some camera time. So the oh, guy comes Allie's in. Oh, Ali's so great. Yeah. See, how ah. does this feel? And it's just like, ah, oh my god, that's so fun. Oh, he's so spontaneous. I'm oh a 36 year old coach. I just want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, a lot of retire already. To I, I think a perfect bow for the the Super Bowl talk is the photographer falling through the stage. Oh. And Matthew Stafford. I think she's a San Diego. She, she's from San Diego State. She's an alum. Yeah. She fractured her back. <gasps> when she fell? When yeah. she fell. Broke both the cameras. Not that that's what's important. But Matthew Would Stafford. she fall just, like through the. Through the panel and the stage. Oh, I thought it was off the front of the stage. Oh, I thought it was through a pa- Whatever it was, it was like seven, eight feet. Fractures her spine. And now she, there's a GoFundMe for her. And Stafford just turns and it's like says to his wife, hey, you got this. It's like, dude. I mean, he's getting drug, and yeah, rightly saw, so. Yeah. He oh, was he was hammered. Wasted. But fuck you. you! You're gonna see someone do that at least. Okay, I, and I'll, I'll freely admit, Saturday night I got hammered <laughs> to the point where I woke up Sunday morning thinking I'm gonna be throwing up during the Super Bowl. I mean, that's how bad I felt. Just um, eat some chili. <laughs> um, Lots of mayo on your breakfast burrito. But you still, you see something like that and It's kind of a sobering moment to yeah. an extent But to turn and walk away I got better stuff to do That's pretty much what it was But his wife walked over at least Did Thank she? you yeah, yeah, yeah. She, Oh yeah, she in was her, like, In Ooh. her Matt, Matthew, not Matt jacket Yeah, she was, um, yeah, she was um, said Matt, His name's Matt Matt Stafford it's, it says Matthew, not Matt. Oh, you oh. see, you see your girl Brittany Mahomes. <gasps> okay, wait. When I saw her at the Texas Tech game last the night, the basketball, basketball game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Where Patrick just looks so like, oh my did god, you, get away you? from me. He was having a blast at the game. Though. He was. Like, he was totally into it. She Except when she was talking to him. Yeah, and he's over her. <laughs> um. I but wait, did you guys see the video <laughs> that ESPN put out about Matthew Stafford the morning of the game? Okay, the little highlight thing about Matthew Stafford's life growing up and it said Highland Park, Texas population 9,000 whatever and then they do this little thing and and then they interview his high school coach and his mom and then they pan to the the name of the Mexican restaurant and they and, and they have a guy inside this is what his favorite meal is here at Mi Cocina blah 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 well Talk about getting dragged. First of all, Highland Park, Texas, is in Dallas. It's a. It's. It'd be like calling. It'd be like saying Ben was from Rancho Penasquitos instead of saying he was from San Diego or like Mission Valley. It, it yeah. Is, yeah. It is also the Beverly Hills of Dallas. Yes. It is the richest oh, enclave, the most, the wealthiest enclave in the entire state. It made it look like little Matthew Stafford made it out. Came he from saved nothing. our town. And Mikosita, the Mexican restaurant, is it twenty three? store chain of like <laughs> white the most it's not Mexican food oh, that's awesome. it's like they make a good margarita I think but they got 
Good. on social media for ESPN did for that. Like what it little, and it, and, and little it, Highland Park, Texas. Yeah, exactly. Like it's out in the middle of nowhere. And it was so funny because it makes you think about like, gosh, all these stories that I, if you didn't know, right. and you're just watching that, you'd be like, oh, that's such a cool story. No. But when you know the, so how many times have I fallen for stuff like that? All the time. All the time. Camera, sad music. Get you going. Oh. Yes, it, it it is. You have to see the video. I mean, it's just it got so reamed by people <laughs> right that live right in Highland Park. We're like, this is hilarious. All right, Bam Slam Pod. We ready to do some reaming of our own? Who we yeah. reaming? Baseball owners and baseball players, both sides. They're both terrible. Well, they met today. Yeah, it lasted fifteen minutes. That's uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're talking in terms of Costa's love life, that's a pretty impressive hey, time. But whoa, if we're talking whoa. about like getting stuff done, it's a terrible amount. of Well, time. I should be there. I would have it done. I agree. Like I saw on Twitter today. All right, men, time to go. Women, you're in. It'll be done by nine p.m. tonight. And it would be. We would go in and we would sit there and we'd be like, "You talk, right. you talk, talk to each other, look at each other in the eye, work it out." Yeah, it would be done. I, I for one, am. Uh, you know there's not one woman in that room. In support of a shorter baseball season. So I'm actually enjoying the strike. Uh, so am I, honestly, for the most part. Like, I, the 60-game season was fun as hell. I'm I, into that. I, well, I don't... I, yes, the season's too long, but I even think spring training is too oh long. Oh, my God. God, they play so many games. To me, training. spring training is so painful. Yeah, I agree. And, as, and, and I freely admit, like, spring training comes, and to me it's just like... Another step closer kind of to a, the NFL gotta, draft. You got to be there for spring training in order for it to be fun, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Get there, get drunk, eat a burger, you know. So what I will say is the ones who are getting hurt in this are not the players, not the owners, not really even the fans. Like, I get it if you're it's tradition for your family to go out and spend a weekend in Peoria, right? right? See your Padres, get some autographs. But the people who are getting hurt in this are like the industries in Arizona that rely on this. The yeah. the beer companies that ship out stuff from San Diego, by the way, our Ballast Point Homebrew Mart, our Ballast Point, they send out beer every year to Peoria, to Arizona, to be drunk during spring training. And then the individual salesmen from Arizona, who, I mean, I know one personally, so it's a little more close to home, but it's like 50% of your commission can come from this on your whole year. I understand. And how about like restaurants around there who rely on the tourism? I, there's the parts of this, that, yeah, hotels, Uber drivers. And- yeah, how about where the Padres players stay every year? Mm-hmm. That hotel, you got to imagine. Well, and also on a little bit of a bigger level, but media, like yeah. radio stations. I mean, they now have like not a lot to talk about. I was, our show's going great. We spent like 30 minutes this morning talking about Steve's sex life. But well, okay, uh, <laughs> you and, and, and this this is something. The the month of February, well, it used to be the whole month of February, but now that the Super Bowl is in the middle of it, right? It's it's a dead two weeks because it used to be okay. Spring training then got underway, and then March Madness is right. There's the a reason a lot of media take some time off during this time. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. But you better fucking be able to talk about a lot of different yeah. things yeah. instead of you can't sit there every day. Oh my god, I can't believe they haven't started spring training. That's that's interesting for about thirty seconds. Yeah, this is the time of year where you get to throw some stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Absolutely, sure. so. this is when it's fun. Like uh, those three months you Judd and I did when there was zero sports in the entire world. How much fun did we have? Those it was three great. Months? Yeah, yeah, recreate I, yourself. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of media got very nervous at the beginning of that and right. then just pivoted and no, made no, it work. Let's and get then creative. it was fun. Let's yeah. watch some Korean baseball in the middle of the night. Yeah. Let's it, let's talk about the UFC who is oh like just powering through this I thing. I still though I get the cold shivers when I think of the ESPN horse contest. 
early on. Early oh, on in COVID. Right. When they did it like from their houses and they were literally oh. playing horse. Oh, yeah. I forgot it was about so that. Bad. Remember how excited we were about that? They were like, oh, they're giving us something. This yeah. is we smart. Thought, we thought, <laughs> oh, my horse, God, what yeah. a great idea. As soon as it started, we we're like, in the shitter. It was All right, so, so bad. COVID sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, I mean, remember talking about, oh, the, the NBA bubble? Yeah. And the, like, oh, whoever the player was who, idea. who left. The Disney Resort to get fast food to no, step outside. Who and get was fast the guy food? that went to the strip club? Yes, uh, yes. Oh, he got in a lot of that? trouble. He's pretty. Fa- he's been on a ton of teams. Um, I'm not gonna remember, but he went to some strip club in Atlanta. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then, didn't another player bring one of the nurses that performed the daily yeah. tests up to his yeah, room? up to his room? <laughs> God bless him. No, it's 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 weird to think in terms of what that did and how. This baseball strike is kind of like having that COVID effect on, like you mentioned, the quote unquote little people who, hey, we need your games because of baseball owners and baseball players at the end of this, even though they're arguing over money, are still going to be rich. Don't worry about them. I listen, it's the tone deafness is as loud as a freaking nuclear bomb going off from these two, you know, again, multimillionaires arguing with billionaires. Um, and again, I, I'm i not mad at all. And I hate the less to, baseball, the better. I really hate this phrase, and it gets thrown around a lot, but like the so San Diego thing, right? Like you get right to it. Like the NCAA team, the team that was had the 26-game win streak, you know, get right before the tournament, COVID happens. You don't get to go into the tournament. No one knows if that'll ever be a championship team. Right. How often is this town on fire about the Padres? Yeah. Never in my lifetime. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, it was all this juice. But the fire... Went out a little bit because of last season. I, it's still there. Oh, it, yeah. You I still you know, have the, the hope. Uh, hope Springs Eternal would be a real thing right now if right. we were seeing videos of you, Darvish, getting off the bus in Peoria. If yeah. we were seeing videos of Manny Machado looking thinner, because he does. He Eric Hosmer looking fatter. <laughs> <laughs> How is he still on the team? Holy know. shit. How is he? You know, the Padres... Um, put out this. It was on Twitter. It's like, hey, uh, an, an evening at Petco or an evening under the stars or something <laughs> that they're calling. How much is the price tag on that one? Okay, twenty thousand dollars to s- for a table to get your foot in the door with a player. Wow, ten thousand dollars just for uh, a table, and it goes to the Padres fund, whatever they call it, foundation, foundation type of thing i've never uh been in this tax bracket but if it, at an event like this where you get a table are you yeah. supposed to leave a tip no <laughs> okay no you don't. are you sure some people you do but do you, you, you don't tips at not events? normally at banquets but what about banquets? like the server like he's not making your twenty thousand dollars or she's not making your twenty thousand dollars i think the gratuity is factored into whoever's the overall the price event. yeah so i okay I don't so know. like all right the reason i ask this is because like we're paying a similar chunk of change for our wedding now we're paying all this money. Do we still tip? But who are you going to tip? The bartender. The well, hopefully our yes, guests will do, tip the bartender. You do tip, right? Even if it's an open bar. Oh, yes. Or is that on us? Uh, See, I don't know these will things. Normally have something uh, up if they on have there. a the, if the bartender bar. has a glass out, then you don't have to. And tip. like it, it's not a buffet. It's dinner is being served at our wedding. So do we? But you you tip your. I would imagine, I bet you the gratuity is factored in. You guys should look at your contract. Like, should I just ask the wedding planner gal? She's yes. super sweet. Yes, ask her. Just be like, well, is she going to say, of course you're going to tip everybody, especially me. AJ, yes, you tip her for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's been great. Yeah. You, t- just, mm. you kind of tip 
Yeah, you're. I think we DJ just. Yeah, or... we're just gonna have to bring like three thousand dollars in an envelope and start handing it out to people. That's kind of what you do. That's you know. It's, it's, all right, it's all right. I'll just use. No, no, I've, I, I never. <laughs> I never thought. Uh, I never thought about it in those during the, during in the those, ceremony. Uh, in those terms. No, Costa, you do have a very important job. Day of wedding. What? A very a no. Envelope full of cash. Well, yeah, you're tipping everybody, but also very important job. Can I rely on you for this? Say yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Your job is to have the mini fridge in the groomsmen's suite stocked with Coors Light. Oh, okay, that's easy enough. All right, Coors done. Light. Done. Something. Yeah. We can we can just bring leftover. We you where is the where is the groomsman suite in it's relation to where the right upstairs? Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, right upstairs. It's actually right down the hall from the bar. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I can that's do that. just yeah. where we are bring, before. You can bring leftover from here from our party. There we go. That's oh, that's right. Oh yeah, you guys are throwing me a party. We are throwing you a party. Yeah, somebody opened it up to like other people on Twitter. I was <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing? I'm not paying for those people. <laughs> This was an intimate party of like eight. Well, I, no, I started thinking about Steve and Rich. And I think we just have to decide whether um, they want to, if they're if I need to formally invite them, but it will break up the intimacy of just making it. Yeah, fuck it a, them dudes. Okay, so they're out. Right there. The decision was made. Rich they, is coming golfing with me the next day. It's all right. We okay. Do no worries. No. They're not even coming. No one from extra except for Brian Long is coming to the wedding. Good. Oh, Steve and Rich can't go to the wedding? Either they can't or they don't want to. I don't know. I'm fine. Have they replied yet? Yeah, they said no. Oh, okay. I'm sure Steve doesn't want to take a day off work. I'm sure. Oh, it's that's right. Orny Ornberger is. But it's out a of Friday, town. right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not worried about it. Sorry. Honestly, Sorry. like our number's too high anyways. The more people that drop out, the better. Perfect. So <laughs> would you like me to decline? No, the number is where exactly where we want it now. And it's final. So you can't decline, actually. You're Love coming. It. Perfect. Um, your food's already been paid for, Allie. Okay? Your open bar tab has already been paid for. I died when you were like, do you have any dietary restrictions? Well, we have to ask. I know. It's so sweet, though. It's like, because it's, like I said, it's a plated dinner, so it's not like you yeah. go to the buffet and take what you want. No, if you had a dietary restriction, you're getting the tortellini that's vegetarian. Perfect. Wow. Well, and I, I, my thought has always been, oh, do you have a dietary restriction? Well, fucking eat before you come to the reception, Okay. If it was me, that's exactly what would be happening. Luckily, I have a more human side of me, and that's Kendall. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's me. Perfect, perfect, perfect. If it was me, this whole yeah. wedding would be in a back your backyard with, I know. <laughs> with the, taco with the truck. barbecue going or a taco truck. Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. Uh, on a serious note, before we wrap up the baseball conversation, what is the latest on the uh, the Angels and the Skags? Uh, Guilty? Is it... Was, yeah, the, uh, that came back fast. Yeah, it was the team quick. assistant, whatever, found guilty of selling him. Right. Uh, well, I think when all the players who he had also sold to came out and testified, it was open which and was shut. Very sad yeah. to okay. hear some of those guys. I thought what was, um, was I it, thought they had to prove that it was the fentanyl that killed him, and they said he had been drinking, and that he also threw up, and so I thought, gosh, man, he sounds like he might get off, but I guess not. Yeah, I think he's been. I don't know if he's been guilty of like murder or manslaughter or involuntary, or whatever. I think yeah. he's found guilty of selling opioids to players. Jesus, it was sad because there was like some girl I saw testify that said, "Oh yeah, he." You know, I, I think there was a lot of very painful things that the family had to hear, including his wife. And I, I do wonder, did his wife really not know that he had this yeah, I don't drug know. problem? And right. I don't know. Did we talk about the Cowboys thing on the podcast or was that before? That was before. Because similarly to okay, the Cowboys, everyone knows the guy. What's his name? Uh, Rich. Rich Dalrymple. Dalrymple. Right. 
the I, head PR guy for 32 years. And like he, chief like, famously, PR. he is Jerry's right-hand guy. Yeah. He, he goes, was with... He goes where Jerry goes. He was with Jerry in the Entourage oh, yeah. episode. He doesn't right. like Jerry's side. So, but anyway, like, similar thing here where this guy, Eric Kay, is that his name? Yeah. Also pretty well-known dude in our industry, like, because he's the PR guy. He sets up interviews. He And similar with this rich guy. Like, these are both pretty... Which is what makes it really more shocking for me because if you're in PR like you know what can happen if this stuff gets out right <laughs> and and uh, you know I don't know the thing the Cowboys thing to me is so bizarre first of all that he went into that locker room which he admits he did because they have the key fob they know it so he couldn't get out of that part of it but then he said nothing happened. But they saw him, uh, the visual of the cheerleader chasing him out of the locker room. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, Rich, get the hell out of here. Like, And he's scurrying away. This guy's 62 years old. Like, I know this happened like five years ago. But still, it is mid-50s. And, and like, they, the cheerleader or cheerleader saw a hand with a phone recording yes. what was going on. Yes. And then they fucking the, scumbag. They settled after the, they were going to hold it up in court. It sounded like the yeah. Cowboys were until the the attorney for the cheerleaders did some digging to see like what else is this guy doing. And somehow on Facebook they found an old post yes. that had happened around the same time mm-hmm. in the draft room where the guys, the same guy, is taking up skirt, skirt photos, photos of, Jerry's, of Charlotte, Jerry's, Jerry's daughter. daughter. So here's my thought on that though. If you're a PR guy and you're in the room with Jerry Jones, his sons, his daughter, all these other people, the, Jason Garrett, the coach is sitting right there. I mean, right there. Are you really going to go up skirt taking pictures of her? Blackmail? And, and then not uh-huh. get, no, nope, that's not what I think. And then not get fired for it? What would be the only other reason? You've got dirt on Jerry? Well, I think there's that for sure. I think that's why he was never fired to begin with. He stayed six or seven more years. No, I I think that maybe that was a little playful thing between the two of them. Oh, he and Charlotte. Yes, because why would uh, Charlotte say, get the hell out of here? Uh, ever come? As soon as right, she, right, as soon as she right. was told I hear that, it, and as soon as they knew that it had happened, yeah. why wouldn't you say, Dad, get that? Or, and why wouldn't Jerry say, okay, now this is too far, get the hell out? Yeah, no matter how close she were to him. That. Is she maybe, married, by the way? She was going through a divorce at that time. Oh, okay. So wouldn't that be sort of like... Hey, a playful little I'm going to tear I mean, this up tonight. Like he took it yeah. and texted it to her in the middle of the draft. I hear like, you. But there's still cameras and everything around. I know. Like, it's I know. Risky. I need a shower. Read your All room, dude. I mean, I, I, let me just say something. That is pure speculation on my part. Pure. That's the makes, only thing that made any sense, sense yeah, to me. It makes a lot more sense than some of the other. It's the only thing that made any sense. Plus, I do think like for a PR person to take. Those are both really yeah. risky behaviors. The middle of a two thousand person luncheon, you're gonna go sneaking into the locker room and then cheerleader. I don't know. The Unbelievable. It's sports weird. Have not had a great couple of weeks. No. Uh, I mean, Washington football team, Cowboys, Angels, Brian Flores, which happened two weeks ago, and, and the baseball UK, I, in general. But it all moves so quickly. Like, isn't it weird that the whole Brian yeah. Flores stuff was two weeks ago? We feels like months thinking ago. About it now. Right. This Cowboys thing will be old news by Monday. Am I like? The, the way the NFL is, this this offseason is going to be spent talking about, is Tom Brady going to the 49ers? Where's Aaron Rodgers going to go? Yeah. What's happening with Deshaun Watson? We also have the Gruden lawsuit. Yeah. Whenever that comes up, whenever that hit, hits the courts. And but what, 110 million people still watch the Super Bowl? 
Yeah. This is what's called too big to fail. Henry Ruggs trial will be coming up, I think. You, and you you do have well, I think the uh, somebody posted the two main attorneys that have been hired by the NFL to defend them in the Flores lawsuit. But they're both big names, right? Huge names. But man, if if they get Stephen Ross to testify or they call him as a witness and he says Yes, I did that. Then Ross is gone. Bribery? Was that what you're talking about? All right, well, NFL.com had this story, and this is NFL.com. This does not get put out there without Roger Goodell's approval, and it was by Ian Rappaport that was saying if the other 20 or 31 owners get together and say Steven's out, Steven's out. Totally. Why would they be getting everyone? Talk about the world of PR. Mm -hmm. They're getting them ready for that situation. I think so. Like NFL.com puts that out well, the day after the Super Bowl. What and what happens to Jimmy Haslam and the Browns if if they find out that Hugh Jackson was also told here here's an X amount of money throw games. And by the way, it's time for new blood in the NFL. And what about Snyder and the Commander? The commander? And then this, this, this I just said that with no all kidding. their stuff. This all leads back to Jerry, right? He is the ringleader. Well, the thing I know people yeah. are saying Jerry needs to be out as as uh, you know an owner. That's that's not going to happen over this. Could he be out as a GM? Maybe. He probably should just say, he, he should probably pass those duties to his son. He or an actual, you know, general manager. <laughs> how about, yeah, exactly. How he, about he, the Jones family go bye-bye? Well, he's not going to be out as an owner, but he should he should step away as being a GM after this all came out. So, guys, the USFL just had their draft. <laughs> I know they did. USF is going to be. Uh, you know, I hope it succeeds. So do I. Because we'll it's see. it's it's another opportunity for guys to say, "Hey, just like the AAF was going to be, to go, yo, you know, here's a chance to showcase my skills and maybe make it onto an NFL team." The sad thing about the AAF is it was kind of working. God, they just had a dickhead for a yeah, <laughs> commissioner who right. didn't have enough money, or oh who went into it God. knowing that he didn't have enough money and it tanked on him. But it was working. Like, we had that team in San Diego. And we had the best uniforms and the name, and it was awesome. And Berkovici got his head knocked off in the Berkovici first game. Berkovici got his head gone. That was perfect. The, the issue is, like, it was working. There is room for spring football. Yeah. But it needs to be executed correctly. And I, I'm right, I'm with you. I hope the USFL does succeed. Right, because they got the, you know, they had the old historic names and guys. You know, the brand of football will Jeff be Fisher's good. a coach. Is he really a coach? Yeah, he's the car- or the, the Michigan Panthers. Oh, my God. That's funny, really? Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have him on the morning show next week. Well, he and Steve know each other. All the yeah. new coaches in the NFL, like the, that Miami Dolphins coach. <laughs> I don't know what oh, it is. The, about oh, that I love it too. Niners racially mixed? Yeah. Or biracial? Don't get hung up on that part. The Dolphins coaches? No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm oh. not, but it's just. <laughs> I didn't even know he was. I'm, uh, he looks white. He, he His looks dad. like a little nerdy yeah. engineering student. And by the way, that's what he is. Yeah, <laughs> his, his dad looks like El Debarge. His dad's black. His mom's white, and <laughs> oh, he is okay. fantastic. By the way, he's one that. of my favorite part of the 49ers the last few years. He is the reason that Debo is what Debo is. By the way, the whole mixed position thing yeah. that came yeah. from Mike McDaniel, but he is so fucking goofy. <laughs> and Mike McCoy, just... the new quarterback coach of the Jags, right? Right. But Mike McDaniel, did you see him on Stugatz or Dan Levitard and Stugatz no. yesterday? No. Was that when they did the when he he was like kiss Mary kill thing? Oh, I don't know about that. That was part. hilarious. But uh, he was like, "All right, so who's surprising you this year so far?" And this guy just leans into the computer and screams, 
Waddle. <laughs> it's like Jalen Waddle. The <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> He's just so goofy. He's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm the head coach, so I think I know about this. I'd start him in fantasy. <laughs> he's just he's so goofy and weird. You've got him there. Who's the new head coach in Jacksonville? Doug Peterson. Yeah. Doug P- Doug Peterson, our boy Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. Good for Kevin. I watched his press conference today. It's it's cool seeing an Aztec yeah. have really that level is. of success. Uh question for you. Is he the second Aztecs player to ever get a head coaching job in the NFL? John Fox was the first. Did he play for the Aztecs? Yeah. Okay, oh, so yeah. John Fox, Herm Edwards, Kevin O'Connell. That would have been a good trivia question. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Because there's a lot of coaches. Sean Payton, John Madden. Oh, Brian Billick. I yeah. mean, there's a ton Sean of coaches. Was at the Aztecs. He was he a was special assistant. assistant. Yep. Really? I didn't um, know that. He's another guy I met on Radio Row, Sean Payton. Was he oh, nice? Really? Incredibly nice. I heard he looks great. He looks younger. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks a lot younger. He was there promoting the movie with Kevin James. Mm-hmm. And I heard that was terrible. Probably. But he was promoting it. Hold on one second. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, the amount of shit that was being peddled there. Oh, it's, my God. <laughs> it's absurd. Was there a Every, lot of CBD stuff? Everyone has. That's what LeGarrette Blount was there. CTE stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, everyone has some, some um, weed brand. Uh, Joe Gibbs. With the San Diego State. That's right. Yeah. Before he did? He, yeah, before, he played there. He was a guard before he coached with uh, with Coriel and Madden. So is that that's four. four. Four Aztecs players. See, J.D. Wicker didn't even know this. It's four <laughs> Aztecs players. Your yeah, boy. I know. Um, that are now head coach, have been head coaches in the NFL. And I think Kevin, he's inheriting a great situation in Minnesota. I really do think I think that. so, too. Yeah. Who's his quarterback going to be? Kirk Cousins. He knows Kirk. He knows him well. He was on Washington staff when, when Kirk, Kirk was, there. was there, and I think they speak the same sort of language. I, uh, Nerd. I would. I would. I what about uh, any? Because I start. I'm starting to now see the rumors like Deshaun Watson, Miami, or uh, no, what was Minnesota was one of them mentioned, yeah. and he came out today and said, "No, we haven't talked to anybody." Oh, okay. I think Watson would rather sit out another year. Do we do we know what his story? Is? Where did that go? Now that disappeared. It's not. It is disappeared from everyday talking, but that's because nothing's happening right now. Okay. The, so the, the fucking law system in this country takes forever. And is it only civil suits though? There's Still, no. Yeah. There has never been anything criminal. No, he could have played all season. Right. I think that's what everyone forgets. He I was don't not think on. There's been any criminal charges? Nobody filed. wanted to touch him. He though. was not on administrative. No, he's still in the Texans. He was not he on is? administrative. Yeah, pay. yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Of course he's still in the Texans. He, I, he showed up to practice every week so he could collect his game checks. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. But then was a Do DN. his teammates talk to him? <laughs> Is it weird? I don't That's <laughs> a great question. I don't mean like not talk to him, because, but it just seems so awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think the Texans did did good by getting a guy like Lovey Smith. So do I. Who's I love that guy's great beard. defensive mind. Um, yeah, it's Santa Claus beard. It's the Santa awesome Claus beard, but and he has been successful at the NFL level before. His latest the Chicago stint. Bears in the Super Bowl, right? Well, who was he with after that though? The Bucks. And that went terribly. Oh, maybe, maybe. But he, um, I'm glad for Lovey Smith, and that's. Uh, I just, I hope it's not a box checker. Like, hey, and we it, hired a black coach, everyone, so get off our backs. That's kind of what it felt like. But it like, did. what you don't, what people don't remember is he is a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like it's not a bad coach. option. Like it wasn't like look around who's better. I don't. There's no, no one out there that would be that you much get better. A veteran guy who's respected, who's got a good defensive mind. No, it's a great move for the Houston Texans. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley are done. Oh, dang oh, it. Big surprise. Do we care? Big no. surprise. No, you I guys don't. know why none of his relationships work out, right? Small weird. I know the rumors. Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, there's been stories written about it, though, about that one he's of gay? his. Yeah. yeah. I wish I he would just would come you, out and is, say it, it if it's true. It, like, I it's agree. fine. If it's dude. not true, that's fine, too. But if it is, that's fine, too. No, because like, there's this one guy he's always yeah. with. Yes. And that guy yeah. has said, has spoken to people who have then gone and, you know, maybe were sworn to secrecy and then right. weren't and have spoken out. So there is that there's been a long, very long term relationship. I don't know why, and and that's partly why his parents are they're whatever they're Baptist or whatever they don't talk. Fun, to they're oh. super fundamentals, and it's oh, really okay. against their. They don't see. talk to him. His brother doesn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad, just, honestly. Like, but I don't know if that was him choosing that or if that was the family. Some people say it's the family because they know the truth. Some people say it's him because he's mad because his family doesn't accept it. I don't know. Okay, uh, the defensive uh, lineman for the Raiders, Carl mm-hmm. Nassib. Okay. Carl Nassib, who, hey, I just want to tell you guys I'm gay. Okay, he handled see it a letter. so perfectly. Yeah, he how did quick, handle How it quickly did that go, boop, boop, yeah. done? Well, it's because like, everyone's like, good for you, man. Now, is that he because really that's a defensive lineman for the Raiders and not the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers? Who cares? I, I really think it's, at this point, it's 2022, dude. It's not, I agree. I don't it's think not 2003. Yeah. And it's crazy how fast things have changed. But and, at this point, it's like, yeah, I hope you're happy. I really do. And the other thing is... It, we all kind of have heard it and right. know it, and I think, I mean, it's hiding it a big shock to anybody. I hiding guess, everything point. at this point seems a little disrespectful. It does. It's like who cares? No, everybody sort of already suspects it anyway. You might as well just. I respect. I respect the person who says it's like these PGA golfers who are being asked about this Saudi Arabia yeah. thing oh, that Greg Norman is doing. Oh my God. The super With the murderers. The super tour. Yeah. Yeah. I Roy McIlroy finally said, "I'm I'm tired. Of, I'm done." I'm done talking about it on PGA all the way. If you want to talk about something else, let me know. Um, I could see where if you are a player, you're looking down the road saying, do I really want to answer this effing question every five minutes? Uh, another flamethrower article about our boy Phil Mickelson came out again today. and just uh, He's just the shadiest dude ever. What did, what, what did this have to do with? Same thing. Oh, about the PGA Tour being greedy and he's considering. Yep. Bryson DeChambeau. Listen, mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Go that's what because I'm all the golfers who have come out and said, we're staying on the PGA Tour are the ones I want to see. Yeah. And if you can live with yourself going and working essentially for people who have murdered people, who have withheld food from entire communities, who have committed atrocious rights yeah. against humanity, not against the land, and, not against the and, environment. And. Also, never coming back to the PGA Tour, and also, and I hope they do this, they say, oh, yeah, you're not eligible for any of the majors. Uh, yeah, and yes, I agree with you. I think, um, I mean, all those are really good points, and I think same thing kind of with the Olympics this year. I've had Oof. a hard time with it. Oh, I have, the I have, whole China thing. I have just... not watched one single God, the way second. To talk about humanitarian issues, I just... I. I don't know. Listen, what's going on in our country right now? Look look what the look what the parents in San San Francisco recalled three fired basically three members of the school board. So if San I'm telling you, the woke bullshit is dying. People are going, 
the the truckers in Canada to San Francisco to the mass mandates. It's like, oh, you want to be woke now? Okay, well, guess what? We're gonna freaking end you. So, how the hell did we get here? We're gonna end this on a happy note. Do and it. I'll tell you how we're gonna do it. How? The same way we did last podcast. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> last one was. We couldn't. Well, actually, we couldn't end. We were laughing so hard. I think we ended up talking about Costa's penis in the last one. We're not doing that this time. <laughs> no mean, worries. He's like, dang it. unless we want to. No, I, I'm good. <laughs> what are you doing with your phone? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Looking up pictures of Costa's penis. Oh, oh no, God. I'm not. You're gonna need a lot. You're gonna need an iPad, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have not to a phone. zoom in. <laughs> you have a jumbo size. Uh, That's right, Apple. It's not that easy to look up trivia questions. Oh, our trivia. Oh, Oh, your trivia was awesome. And then I put it on Twitter because I just was curious, like, how many people heard the show? And a couple of people in the comments were like, I already know the answer because I listened to the show. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I don't know. You don't have a good trivia question? No. My best one I used last week. I'll bring one next week. Yeah, we'll start doing the trivia question. The Al Michaels one was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Well, I just gave away the answer. Yeah. uh, With Disney. Correct. Right? It was the trade. Allison's was... Quarterbacks from Cal. Quarter, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. What college has the, most Super Bowl. has the most Super Bowl? And it's Cal. It was Cal. See, and I'm still shocked by that. Because we all forgot about Jared Goff. That's I forgot. Former... He, I didn't even forget he went to Cal. I forgot he was in a Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. Like, being honest. Well, that was one of the most boring Super oh, Bowls. And that was there. the, that was the was first so... one I covered in person, and I forgot yeah. Jared Goff was I a part of it. we were both there. I know. We didn't even know each other uh, yet. Did you go to the game? No. I to no. the game. I've never been to a Super was, Bowl. Um, Where was that played? Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta. In, the new, in the new stadium. Hot Atlanta. Uh, By the way, Atlanta, great Super Bowl town. Yeah, we had fun. It was it's fun. It's a fantastic Super Bowl town. Mm-hmm. Everything is central. You're all boom, boom, boom. There's a few that should just be in the rotation. I wonder if we were at the same hotel. We, I was at an Airbnb that year, but oh. it was right next to the media hotel. Oh. It was an apartment building right next door. Oh, funny. That's funny. Nick and I shared a couch. <laughs> oh God! Is that that was the? Oh. It was the. It was one of those big elk couches, you know. And mm-hmm. Nick Hardwick, not a small human being. No, I know not he's at all. lost a lot of weight, but he's not a small human being. Still, still a big dude. His feet were like this far away from my face, and I'm ah! like, if he kicks out in the middle of the night, you're you done. I think I die. You're gonna die. <laughs> all right, Bam Slam fam. As always, we thank you so much for being part of this podcast. And next week, I least. promise we will talk about Costa's penis more. Okay, <laughs> you brave men and women of the wonder of the world. United States Armed Forces for what you do Sorry. and what you've done for us. Thanks, <laughs> that We love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.